This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan, and I am so excited to be back with you. Now, listen. Let me just tell you, something's going on with my audio. So I have a podcast mic that I typically use. And for some reason, it is not wanting to communicate and connect with my computer. So I'm using my computer microphone, which probably has a little bit of a different sound quality. So we're just working with it. I've got limited time. And I want to create this podcast for you so I can get it out and I'm not going to be distracted by a minor detail. So work with me, bear with me, turn up the volume, whatever you need to do to get this information that I have to share with you because I'm so excited about this podcast today. So lots of things to share. I, one, really love doing this podcast monthly now because I feel like when I get to meet with you, I have so much to tell you because so much is happening. Now, in the summer, I will be recording it more frequently than monthly because I've got a lot of amazing, exciting, incredible, magnificent things that are going to be happening. And I want to make sure you don't miss any of them. By the way, are you following me on Instagram? If you are on Instagram, you must connect with me. I am doing a lot of things on Instagram right now, and I'm going to be doing more. So make sure you follow me there at Siobhan Parat. Other updates. Last time we talked, I believe I was sharing with you about my birthday. So I am like squarely planted in 4, 5, 45. And... I'm having the time of my life, literally. I wished the 25-year-old version of me would know how amazing my life would be 20 years later. And some things I want to share with you. I've got three books. (laughs) You may not know that I have three books. So I wrote a book several years ago called Voices in Your Ear, New Conversations to Transform excuse me, I can't even talk, Transform Your Mind and Renew Your Marriage. That is out. I have another book that I wrote late last year called The Premarital Workbook for Christian Couples. And then just now being released is another book. It is a devotional for newlyweds. It's the 52-week newlywed couples devotional. So head on over to Amazon, check those things out, buy them, gift them, soak them up because they are amazing. It's so funny because we got a box of the latest book and, you know, my daughter gets so excited when we're driving up and she sees there's an Amazon box at the driveway 
um, or on the porch. And she's like, what is that? I was like, oh, that's mommy's books. I was like, but they're books that mommy wrote. And she was like, oh, right? She's like, what number book is that? I was like, it's my third book. She's like, you wrote three books. She's seven. And I just loved being able to tell her that, right? Like, she, she may not gather the sort of significance of it right now, but at some point she will. And at some point she will read these books and apply them in her own life and share them with her friends. And I love just thinking about that. So that's one thing. The other thing I want to tell you about is a new masterclass I'm going to be hosting this month called The Reconnect. So if you are feeling like you and your spouse are coexisting like roommates, this masterclass is going to help you so much. I'm not entirely sure exactly when it's going to be because my schedule has shifted a little bit and I'm recording this podcast early before I've actually um, started promoting it. But again, you want to be following me on Instagram or you want to be subscribed to my email list so that you can know exactly when it is, put it in your calendar and be there ready to participate. So the way you get on my email list is you just go to my website, drshavon.com, and there are actually several things you can download for free and that'll just automatically put you into my email list and you will know about the masterclass. It will be in the middle of May. So it's either going to be on the 15th or like the 16th or the 17th, somewhere about that week, it will be happening and you don't want to miss it. And then I feel like I should do a drum roll. I'm going to be offering a new way to work with me. I am creating the most powerful, fun, innovative, exciting, never been done before program called the Marriage Upgrade. So if there's any part of your marriage that you would like to upgrade, that you want to be better, this is the program to create that. I'm going to be talking about it a lot more next month, next time we meet. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. Make sure you are just plugged in to me, with me, everywhere you could possibly plug in because you do not want to miss this. One of the things I'm most excited about is a live event I will be hosting one of my good coaching friends is like, well, events is your middle name. And for those of you who know me before COVID, you know that I was constantly putting on an event and I have missed doing live in-person events and I cannot wait to just pull out all the stops. I feel like for the past two years, it's just been pent up energy inside of me and I am ready to get it all out. It will be 100% COVID safe your brain is thinking about that. Um, My husband actually runs a COVID testing center. So we will have that very well taken care of for everyone. Um, But it's going to be in New Jersey in a town called Hoboken, which 
sits on the water overlooking the New York City skyline. So I want you to just imagine yourself in a magnificent hotel room, opening those curtains and seeing a gorgeous, gorgeous body of water and all the scenes of New York City. Like literally those picture perfect postcards you see will be like in front of you for the time that we are meeting for this event. So that is just a little bit of what's included in the marriage upgrade. So much more is in store for you. And I don't want you to miss it. Literally, I am bursting with excitement about what this experience will do for you and your marriage. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. So today, though, that was a long introduction. Today, we are going to be talking about purpose-driven marriage. About 20 years ago, maybe even longer, maybe even 25 years ago, I read the book, The Purpose-Driven Life by Rick Warren, still sitting on my bookshelf, really a great book. And I thought about that when I came up with this title, because what that book was so great in doing was giving me direction for where I wanted to go and what I wanted to be doing. And I know for myself that part of my purpose is helping people. It is something I have been doing probably since I was four years old of just caring deeply about people and caring deeply about how they're feeling and wanting to do something to help them feel better and make their life better. And so I have been really taking a step back very intentionally and very intensively, like this is my work every single day, is doing something to connect with my purpose and the bigger why and the bigger reason behind why I show up to this microphone, why I send the emails, why I show up on Instagram, why I create things to help people in their marriage. And I actually enrolled in a coaching program that is supporting me doing that work at the highest level possible, right? So I can go as far as I can go with my own thinking, but when I tap into a coach who has studied this and mastered this and is at a level of teaching others, I want to be plugged into that. So I've been doing a lot of thinking about it and it's literally changed me. It's changed how I think about every aspect of my day. It's changed how I think about just my being in this world. And I would love more than anything to talk with you, of course, about your purpose, if that's something you are diving into. We could definitely chat offline. But I thought that I would bring it here and talk about it within the context of marriage. Because just as much as I am ignited and on fire for the purpose that is like burning inside of my soul, I think the same can be true for all of us when it comes to our marriage. That we could be so lit up, so clear, so directed in what it is we have been called to do, what is our work to be experiencing and creating inside of our marriage and inside of our families. And 
that's what I want to just bring to you to have a conversation about. What I've realized in really looking at my work and this deep dive into my purpose versus other coaches and other business owners who maybe haven't done this yet, is I see the gap between what it looks like to operate out of a place where you're not clear about the purpose or you're um, misguided about the purpose versus when you're very clear about the purpose. And I think as a business owner, there are times in the, the journey of creating this business that I've been misguided for the purpose where my goal was just signing clients and, you know, creating enough money in my business to be able to do the things I wanted to do for the business and do the things I wanted to do in my home life, right? And that's a different energy. Like it feels different for me to show up for you when I think my purpose is to get money, right? Versus when I know my purpose is to serve, right? When I know my purpose is to serve, I don't need anything from you. I'm not looking for you to show up in a certain way. I'm not looking for any validation from you. I'm just being here doing what I am like wired to do. And that feels light. It feels easy. It feels amazing. It's literally the best thing in the world. Okay. So I want you to have that feeling in your marriage. And so I want to just ask you the question, like, what is the purpose of your marriage? Have you ever even asked yourself that question? Most of us haven't, right? Most of us are not sitting around thinking about, well, what's the purpose of my marriage? But I want to invite you to do that. And I want you to consider that Marriage is not about you. I remember reading a book once where it was talking about how we get married for the most selfish reasons ever. Because we love this person, because they love us, because we're happy, because we want to build a life together. But even in that, right, when you think like you want to get married because you love your spouse, that is still about you. <laughs> right? And how you're feeling and what you get out of the experience of being in love. And I think because we enter into marriage a lot of time with like unconscious selfish motives, we are driven by the wrong things. We focus on the wrong things. We're looking for the wrong things to be happening in the marriage. For example, when you're focused on the wrong purpose of marriage, you really are looking more for creating comfort for yourself versus exploring how you can grow. I want you to think about the difference, right? Where if like all you really want in your marriage is to be happy and comfortable, and you're not interested in growing, you're not interested in challenging yourself and expanding how you see yourself, expanding how you love your spouse, is that really the right purpose, right? Like you get to decide for yourself. I'm not here to tell you what it is for you. I'm just here to offer my thoughts and my exploration and to 
lead you down this path so you can see if that fits better for you, if that aligns with your soul. I've talked about on this podcast a lot of times this book by Gary um, Thomas called Sacred Marriage. And the subtitle of that book is about what if marriage wasn't just to make you happy, but what if marriage was to make you holy? What if marriage was to grow you and evolve you and help you to become the best version of yourself? Right? But when we're misguided by the purpose of marriage, we're seeking comfort, not growth. Another way I think about when you're led by maybe the wrong purpose in marriage is you spend a lot of time in self-righteousness and how much you're right and how much your perspective is the right perspective. And you spend a lot less time in empathy and compassion and understanding for your spouse and their perspective. This is why so many couples argue is because both of you are being self-righteous. You think you're right. You think your way of seeing it is the way it should be. And what if that's not the purpose, right? What if marriage is a place where it's an exercise in empathy and understanding and compassion? Another thing I see is just to focus on yourself, right? When I when I talk to couples struggling and I ask them what's going wrong in the marriage, so much of the statements they offer are just focused on themselves. Well, my partner doesn't do this for me. My partner doesn't treat me this way and they don't communicate with me and they don't, right? Just fill in the blank because we all have our own list, right? We're human. But what if it's not about a me focus and what I need and it's about a we focus? What's good for the collective couple, right? What's good for us as a unit? What's good for us as a family? It changes the direction that you walk. It changes the direction that you focus on, right? So I want to introduce to you where I've landed, and I just want to pose a series of questions for you to sit with. This is one of the most powerful things about coaching over maybe therapy or counseling or other things that many of my clients have experienced or even that I've experienced is the power and the transformation lie in the questions that you're asking. And so if you want anything to elevate or upgrade or get better in your life, you have to start asking yourself better questions. And so here is the question that as we think about a purpose-driven marriage that I want you to sit with. What if the goal of marriage is to get good at loving your spouse? What if that's it? What if the goal of marriage is to get good at loving your spouse? What comes up for you when I pose that question? What would change 
if you made that your goal and made that your purpose, right? How would you approach your life together differently? I want you to answer these questions. Like if you're driving, sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts and they ask these just thought-provoking questions, I'll pause it and literally sit with the question. And sometimes the questions are so good, I pause it and think about it in the car. But then when I get home, I will literally sit down with my journal and study the podcast episode or study the audiobook. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And I want to invite you to do the same. This is not something that you want to just passively consume, let come in one ear and out the other, and nothing about your life has changed. You have invested time here with me right now. I am investing time with you here right now, and I want you to get the most out of this. So that means taking a pause to sit with these questions, because there's no other time that you're going to do that. This is the time right now, today, okay? So what if the goal of marriage was to get good at loving your spouse? What would change? How would you approach your life together differently? What things would you stop doing? What things would you start doing? Okay, that's like one section and segment of questions. Here's the other thing that I want to offer you, and it comes really from the scripture in the Bible that talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. I could replace that for this conversation with loving your spouse as yourself. And I believe, and I've seen this happen so much in the the clients that I coach, that our ability and our capacity to love our spouse is a function of our ability and our capacity to love ourselves, right? Love is just an outpouring of what is in your heart. So if you don't have a lot of love for yourself, it's going to be very difficult for you to love your spouse at your full capacity. And how you know that you're not loving yourself is you really are like mired in perfectionism, right? Like you're not good enough unless you're being perfect. You're really self-critical. Like you have a lot of negative talk. You shame yourself like, gosh, I'm not doing this right. And I messed that up. And you just ruminate about all of the things that you're doing wrong. You're critical of yourself in every way, like physically, emotionally, the actions you take. Another way you might know that you're not loving yourself is you are people-pleasing, meaning you're putting what other people need and want and are asking of you above what you need and want for yourself. I had an amazing call with a woman today who really struggled with that, and she was able to see, I just don't communicate. I have thoughts and I have things that I don't like and things that bother me, but I just hold it in. And it's gotten so to a point where it's impacting her health. Because just because you don't say it doesn't mean those emotions don't go away. They just bury inside of your body on a cellular level, right? So, so much of my work is helping people love themselves, right? 
that is the way that you'll be able to love your spouse more is when you are deeply and madly in love with yourself. And then I want you to really just begin to play around with this question of what is your capacity to experience love? I've talked about that a little bit on this podcast in earlier episodes. It's an episode called Receiving and Giving Love. And I want you to just think about like, how much love can you take? How much love could you handle? Right? One of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, talked about her capacity to love is enormous. And she was dating someone who just like, was like, whoa, you're intense. This is too much love. Right? But how amazing. I want you to think about like, how much love could you receive? Honestly. Because I think sometimes the gap in marriage when we're feeling unloved and uncared for is not because we're not actually loved and cared for, but because we don't have a huge capacity to receive it and accept it and to feel safe with so much love. And then the last question I want to leave you with is this. How often are you thinking about intentionally loving yourself and loving your spouse? What if when you woke up in the morning, your question to your own brain and heart was how can I love myself more today and how can I love my spouse more today? What a beautiful way to live your life. I want to invite you to do that, to start asking yourself these questions, to just sit with them regularly? What if you sat with them either daily or even weekly for the next month? What would be different about how you felt, how you showed up, how you experienced your relationship with your spouse? I think it would be incredible. So go and do that. Thank you for being with me today. I will be back with you with lots of additional juicy updates, lots of things you can participate in. So stay close. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.